Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? This is BC. Welcome back to another episode of Supreme Being. Huge shout out to Team BC, right? We are nationwide now. Shout out to John, our newest member in Virginia. We're growing quickly. If you need any help with real estate, need real estate services, buying, selling, investing, contact me or anybody on my team. If you're an agent listening and you're interested in joining Team BC, go to jointeambc.com. Huge shout out to Modern Success. We are going through a change and pretty soon we will have a different name, but that's my coaching program and support system for the 300 plus members that we have currently. If you're interested in learning more from me, being a closer student, getting additional unreleased lectures and teachings on subjects that I've never even mentioned on free platforms, you can join at briancasella.com along with all the other things that I offer on that website, products and all that fun stuff. All right, so let's begin. I wanted to touch on today, um, something that I think is extremely important. And I find myself doing this uh, continuously. All right. You look at what I did recently in moving across the country and kind of starting from scratch. Right. And how a lot of people would look at that and be afraid to do it. Right. Yet I'm somebody who will look at a dynamic, like if we're going to label it anything, right. Like purposely putting myself in a handicapped position to push myself to force myself to dig deeper, to force myself to call to surface some of these new understandings that I have and some of these new skills, put myself in a position where I don't have the advantages, right? But on purpose, you know, these are little trials. These are little, you know, uh, moments where I do this. And it's not that I do it 24, 7, 365, but there's elements of this present in my life that I'm always doing to keep myself sharp to keep that fire in me, to keep that desire, to keep the fire going, right? To keep that, that, that young, hungry energy in me always burning, right? It's almost like a pizza oven and we just keep throwing coals in there and that shit is burning hot. Now, people may think this is going back to basics and that kind of stuff. No, 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 this is different. This is me putting myself in a position where, like I said earlier, I think that's the proper word. I'm purposely handicapping myself. So I could have stayed for many reasons. I could have stayed in California and continued building my business the way it was over there. Comfortable, right? Making a lot of money, became a millionaire in California, lived very good, even though, you know, to the average person, the cost of living is high over there. I lived in a very beautiful house. I kept buying investment properties. My profits were going up. I was saving money, had a lot of money in the bank. I mean, by all accounts, doing very, very, very well, especially compared to the average person's standards. Then I move across the country and I, I, even though I'm a more developed person, I've accomplished a lot. I'm still technically starting over. So I purposely put myself in this position. Again, I don't know anybody. I have to build relationships with businesses here. I have to establish my brand here. All right, I'm taking my social media with me, but even that has been taken away from me because of censorship. So I did purposely put myself in this, in this position where it's like I was a black belt and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to start over and put myself in a new uh, dojo and I'm going white belt. Let's do it. And I have to earn my stripes all the way back up to black belt again. Why not? Right. And that's my question to you. Why not? If you're listening to this and you're still in a new position, I guarantee you there's something you've done in your life or have achieved, whether recently or a while back where you have reached a black belt position. Maybe it's playing an instrument or doing anything of that nature. Take this exercise. If you can't apply it in your current field 
or maybe one of the reasons that you're listening to me and how you found me, but you can apply it somewhere else to go through this experience, do it, do it, do it. Right. I can't even think of myself going back to the boxing gym and not using the boxing shoes that I bought and not using the better gloves and going back to the original ones. Right. And it just kind of makes me smile thinking about that. Same thing with this. Now, when I make calls here, you know, for the, the business people who, who listen to me, I don't have that database here or sphere of influence. It, it's, it's, in, it's in its inception period again here. I'm rebuilding it. Pretty cool. Yeah. In one breath, you can say, yeah, that sucks, man. You're starting over. Why are you doing that? Well, sure. But who cares, man? This is what builds and forges the champions. You know, when the people who are champions, like in sports, when they get lazy, when they get complacent, what do they do? The next up and comer takes their title from them. I don't want that to happen to me. I want to keep evolving and growing and, and being on that upper echelon, but I never want to lose connection with what it's like to be brand new again, which is why I like, you know, even me training uh, salespeople and real estate agents going through those beginning stages with them and being right next to them and, and doing a little bit of calling with them and the door to door and putting myself in their shoes again. I like going through that again, whether it's on my own or when I'm training or building somebody else, it's really cool. I really do enjoy that. And again, it's not that I do it 24, seven, 365, but I have moments and I have, you know, certain like chapters in my life where I'll go back to that and really just dive deep in it. I've recently reconnected with basketball and I'm going back to doing, you know, the one, two, three, ABC fundamental stuff, dude. I could easily just jump right back in, get in a league and, you know, play with high level people and still hold my own for sure. And I would get back in my rhythm relatively quickly. I know because athletically, physically, I'm still taking care of my body and I know I can handle it. Not a problem but I want to take it slow. Yes, I'm going to be doing that, but I want to get back to that nitty gritty stuff that I did when I was you know, 11 years old or 12 years old, picking up a basketball for the first time and trying to figure it out. I want to get back to that, at least for a little bit and get a taste of that and reconnect with that. That fire never you know, was extinguished. That, that was the first thing that I was really passionate about that I wanted to dedicate my life to and my complete existence to. You know what it's like to reconnect with that? God damn, there's no better feeling to know that, hey, the thing that I was most passionate about at one point in my life, let's get back to that, even though I'm not doing that anymore. Let's reconnect with that, that direct connection, that fiber optic core that connected to my soul. Man, there's a lot that comes from that. There's a lot of inspiration that comes from that. There's a huge surge of energy reconnecting with that, even having vivid flashbacks of being a child and obsessing about this new sport that suddenly just clicked and everything made sense. And, oh my God, this is what I want to do. And just, you know, riding that high as a kid. I'm feeling that again now, having moved to a new state across the country, new city and starting over again when everyone else would be fucking miserable. Or like, oh, man, this is going to be tough. I'm over here like a little kid in a candy store. Like if you've seen the meme of the duck that's excited, you know, um, you know, uh, stomping its feet over and over, like click, 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 like super quick because the duck is excited, right? The GIF or meme, whatever the fuck they call them. That's how I feel. And I still do. And even when I'm driving around here, I'm like, man, this is fucking awesome. 
every day. I'm in fucking Florida. This is amazing. And I've been here a solid like five months now. It's not, oh, I've been here a couple of weeks now. I've been here five months, dude. That initial, if I was going to have that initial just shock and high of being here, I'm past that fucking period, dude. And I'm still like looking up at the clouds every day. Like, oh, dude, this is different. This is, this is amazing. Because I keep that type of energy flowing through me all the time. One of the ways I do it is with this, putting myself in that handicapped position. Even when I do weights and all the other stuff, like I just recently started doing calisthenics, same thing. I'm going back to the basics, right? I want to do all these advanced moves, but what's the core of what we're building? Basic pull-ups, dips, you know, push-ups, like all that foundational core stuff, getting back to that. When I could easily be like, oh man, I'm a super athlete. I don't need to do that. Let's just do advanced complex movements. No, we're getting back to that nitty gritty stuff, dude. That's what it's about. And I, and I do it with pride. Even the dude training me is like, damn, bro, you're making quick progress. You're making this shit look easy. You're really doing it hard. Well, duh. This is the same type of energy I bring into everything. Right? Just like the old cliche saying, everybody says, how you do anything is how you do everything. Well, that's true. But I'm a personification of that. I'm a living embodiment of that and everything that I do. We're going to read together. I'm going to read the shit out of this book. And when you're done, I'm just getting started. And when you come back after being gone for two hours, damn, bro, you're still reading? Yes. And it's not to read more than you. It's because I love this shit. This is what I'm talking about. I even did it with the house that I bought here. I purposely didn't want to buy a huge house. Can I afford it? Abso-fucking-lutely. I could have bought a million-dollar house and just been chilling here in fucking Miami like Scarface, but I didn't want to do it, right? My house is by no means, I mean, it's practically new construction. It is really nice. It's just not huge. And most people are used to seeing me in my 5,000-square-foot gated, you know, end of a cul-de-sac fucking beautiful mansion over there in California. I don't need that shit. I had that, a Lamborghini, and like three or four of the cars there living like a fucking, what most people would consider that Instagram baller. I don't care about any of that shit. Can I still do it? Absolutely. I'm making more money now than I was then, but I don't care. How about we strip back down to that in quotes, handicap position, but this isn't even handicapped for me. I'm a simple man. I can live this way, but to the outside, their perspective is I'm handicapping myself. Well, no, because they'll say, oh, he must be going broke because a lot of people are fucking stupid like that. Right. But that's the hater. We're not paying attention to them. But this does align somewhat with that principle too. This to me is one of those essential foundational things that I always come back to. I know at some point every year, every season, I'm going to do the same thing with my fasting routine and, and doing that. I've fasted up to three days before, three full days with only water, right? Now, some people think that's crazy. No, it's actually quite easy. Once you make it past that first day, some of those hunger pains and things, you really start to feel amazing. But I like doing that. And then sometimes while I'm on those three-day fasts, I don't like cutting my exercise. I like still exercising. What does that do? That puts me at a handicap. Because yeah, it's a little tougher, a little more draining mentally because you know you're not going to refuel and eat. You're running off whatever you got in the tank and your mind really has to be strong in those moments. So I purposely handicap myself like that. I love it. I like going to the gym with a little rumble in my stomach. Could I eat? Sure. Absolutely. But I consider that as one of those little mini, mini daily little handicap things that I do because I categorize it as that. And I think it falls under that, um, 
um, that category for sure. You see how we can kind of geek out about this stuff and, and, and really make it simple? That, that, that's the essence of this thing. I want to get back to that. I want to throw away a lot of those advantages that I have and get back to that, that bare bones. Let's figure this thing out. It's like the people who, you know, would, would play video games back in the day. And I did this too, where you had the hardcore mode where if you died, that's it. Right now there's variables outside of your control. You could be connected to the internet and the internet crashes and your dude dies and oh, you can never play him again. You have to start all over. That's this handicap thing. Because we could easily play the soft core mode and die, and it's not a problem. But this forces you to also be sharp all the time, and it calls something from within you that you don't normally use or access. You're up in the fucking ante, and I like doing that all the time. I like doing that all the time. But see, the best part about this is this is your own doing. You're doing this on purpose to push yourself. To push yourself. I also see this as doing like a weighted pull-up. I'm putting extra weight on me. Yeah, I can do explosive pull-ups and all that fun stuff, but can I do that with 20, 30, 40 pounds hanging off of me? I'm handicapping myself on purpose to push myself and get stronger. So when you look at this, many of you who are looking for certain you know, particular areas of your life, maybe it's your confidence, maybe it's your, you know, your social skills, maybe it's your business, maybe it's your sales skills, uh, whatever it is, right? Whatever it is, maybe it's your ability to express yourself freely. Could be any of those or any other additional ones. Where can you implement this to really improve that area? Because somewhere within that area, you probably do have certain aspects of you that have already flourished, even in those realms that you consider subpar. Where can you handicap yourself to take that to the next level? On purpose, right? When I box, I haven't done it lately, but a lot of times I'll wear a weighted vest or I'll wear ankle weights to make it more challenging. I used to do that when I would wear pants that people wouldn't know when I would spar. Then when we would finish, the guys are like, oh shit, you were wearing ankle weights? I had no idea. Then when I take them off, I'm even quicker. Now I wouldn't want to tell them. Because I wouldn't want them to be like, oh, I'm going to take it easy on him. He's got ankle weights on. Uh-uh. Handicap, baby. Wear the weighted vest under your, your, your sweater or something so they don't know. That's what I'm talking about, man. This is the, one of those things like I mentioned in the other podcast, the zest, the spice of life. I like doing this shit, dude. Isn't it also gratifying to you knowing that you've handicapped yourself, yet you were, you were still able to accomplish it or beat out your competition, although you had a handicap? God, that boosts your confidence more than anything else. And again, I don't do it for the recognition because then we can say that's to boost your ego. I don't give a fuck about the recognition. I do it for myself. I, I do it to prove a point to myself, not anybody else. I don't care if it gets a million likes. I don't care if anybody even knows. A lot of times when I would wear the ankle weights, I wouldn't even tell anybody. Just every once in a while, a coach or somebody would say something at the end. So I'm always looking for this stuff, man, right? I'm always looking for this stuff. Wherever I can, I can handicap myself, you know, shooting the free throws at the end of basketball practice when I'm dead tired, not when I'm fresh, you know, when I'm tired, more tired than I've ever been, even in those tough games that were nail biters 
it would come down to one shot or one magical play at the end to see who would win. Shooting in more dire physical exhaustion than that. That way, when the time came for the actual game, no problem. I'll sink those fucking free throws with my eyes closed. Which is another way of handicapping yourself, right? <laughs> so join me on this journey of handicapping and, and, and see the type of surge that this, that this will give you, the type of new challenge you can create, even in something that you've already perceived yourself to have conquered. Pretty cool, right? This now takes the same game that you normally play that you feel like, okay, I'm really good at this and brings a challenge to it again. So even if it's something that you don't want to develop, like I said earlier, this could be in something that you already consider yourself proficient in at a handicap and watch how the game becomes fun again. That thing, now you'll realize, oh, I can really take this to another level now. And this is how you use your creative process. This is one of those things that it's just, it, this isn't, again, some rocket science, mind-blowing idea. It's simple creativity of the mind used to take already normal day-to-day -day and parts of our existence that would be deemed as okay, like normal, whatever, and then reinventing it in a way and adding a new level of challenge and, and, and redefining it for you and your journey, which is what this thing is about. I want to do that. I want to do that because now I'm really pushing towards my own maximum personal potential and whatever it is that I'm doing. Now, for me, that's every area of life, which is why I've graduated. For those of you who you know, are on my coaching or follow my stuff, we don't just talk about sales and real estate, dude. We left that realm a long time ago, years ago, years ago, because that's been the, the whole point from the beginning. And the quicker you realize that, the quicker you're going to start making changes and living more of the life that you want to live internally and externally. Because these things will start to fucking click. You're thinking too small. Your viewpoint and perspective is too small. And you need to raise your eyes a little bit higher. While everyone else is staring at the ground, I'm looking up at the clouds and the sky and the universe and at the gods and saying, what's up? That's where I'm focused. Right? And I recommend you do the same because once you do that and you raise your eyesight, mm, your perception changes, your thoughts change, how you move changes. Your realm of possibility starts stretching and stretching and stretching and stretching and getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Then when you look up, you're going to see individuals like me because that, that, that's in the realm that we're playing in. That's what we're flying around and having fun and having conversations and doing our thing. It's up there, not at the ground. That's where everybody else is at, fighting for crumbs. I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in the stuff that people are afraid to go after, where they refuse to look, and that dark corner that's hidden that everyone's afraid to jump into. I'm going there. Meet me there. Find me there, because I'll be staring right back at you. So if you're ready, come join me. All right, that's it for this one, guys. Appreciate the support. Shout out to Team BC. If you need anything, contact me or my team. Join teambc.com. Lastly, Modern Success. If you're interested in my coaching, like Modern Success or anything else that I have to offer, go to briancasella.com. That's Brian with the Y, one S, two Ls. Brian Casella. All right. See you guys on the next episode. Peace.